Uh, good morning, Courtney. We're back. We are back. Good morning. We have, too. We have two guests today. <laughs> we have Aaron Surprise and Tony Scougie from Edmentum. Welcome to the podcast. Good morning. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. So share with us and everyone here what what you all do. What is Edmentum? What's your passion with Edmentum? And why, why Inacal? It's yeah. a great question. Yeah, so, well... In a nutshell, Edmentum really is a, a way to help personalize learning for, edu- for students and for educators uh, uh, across the country. We are focused on really helping uh, educators achieve the best possible student outcomes, the use of personalized learning tools uh, in an online platform. So we have a variety of platforms that we can talk to a little bit and give you some ideas about, but really being here at iNACL for us, I think is kind of where it starts. We get an opportunity to work with practitioners, with educators, uh, work with industry leaders, talk a little bit about ways we can help support uh, students and help move forward in the classroom. Yeah, I think I think one of the things that I love about INACL is the ability to work with other educators and hear those techniques that they're starting to implement in the classroom on a daily basis and think about how we can help bring that to a broader scale and how they're leveraging technology in yeah. different ways. You go to these sessions and it's absolutely fascinating to hear the different things the teachers are doing. So that's Have, the th- Has anything you've seen or heard so far this year made you be like, notes to selves, go home and do this with our products or... Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, like I'm, I'm going to work every through that list of cool so things. many yeah. things. I think like, that's the thing. You probably can't see that over right. the podcast, but yeah, yeah like, yeah. oh my gosh, like, yeah, there's so many cool things. I think one of the innovative ways, uh, the ways that they're starting to leverage the data and really mm-hmm. taking, uh, I think what technology does is it makes that data and that access so much more, brings it to the forefront for teachers. So what they're able to do is really leverage it in different ways. And so I think what I've been hearing a lot of is that, you know, I think data used to be such a scary thing, and now they're realizing that it's there, it's accessible, it's something that you can, it's it's about what's next. Yeah. It's not just about getting all this data. And so that's been the thing that I found really interesting, is taking that and how they're leading to the different practices that they're doing by leveraging that data. Yeah, that, I totally agree. Shortening the distance between when you get an assessment data results back or and then when you can actually affect change in the classroom. Yeah. And that's what I see is people saying, we used to go, we used to sit in PLCs and grade level team meetings and, and take days and weeks but when we get these results back to actually do something and now they're looking at it saying we can do it the same day right I can actually right. affect change today with right. my students that that part of it and you see people's eyes kind of light up like wow that is just amazing knowing that they have a finite amount of time with these students they want to maximize what they can do so hearing folks take that data into action um, is really really cool well that's the that is that the difference for really between some of the like the state testing results which you take a state test, you get results back in six months. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to data that you gather, and you, like you said, you can affect it the next day. So they're, they're really used for two different things, right? State mm-hmm. test results are really used just to judge schools and judge schools, I guess. Right. But uh, data like, like the ones that you guys collect, and we talk about that in a second, mm-hmm. can really affect students right now. That's exactly it. So, so give us an example of what, what a platform looks like and, and some of the data that you can gather for, to help teachers, basically. That's a great question. So there's a lot, a, a lot of different ways to go about that in the sense that when you describe the state testing components too, right, fundamentally when you look at these assessments, and a state test is a great example, right, these students take these tests fundamentally because they like the teacher because the teacher told them to do that. Yeah. They don't have any skin in the game, it's right? A, yeah, it's a compliance. Right, I like right. that. I'll take yeah, okay. this test. But when you look and try and really engage students in this process of teaching and learning and looking at the assessment data, that's when our products and our platforms come into play to say, all right, how can we use, for instance, a formative assessment tool or a district benchmark to go through and gather the student data that we can look at and say, all right, I've got student data. 
But going back to that shortening the distance, I don't want to wait till I have a chance to sit in my grade level team meetings or sit in my PLCs to actually say, how can I make these tier two, tier three differentiation techniques? So our tools are designed to also go through and create, in some certain circumstances, customized learning paths that also take that action step of, I got my data back, as soon as my data comes back, we have a tool called Exact Path where you can instantly take the, uh, a diagnostic assessment in reading, English language arts, or math and get a customized or individualized learning path right away. Um, we've also partnered with NWEA in, uh, to go through and be able to import RIT scores. So the same piece can happen where you can get instantaneous learning paths. You can say, we're going to start on that trajectory today. We're going to start our tier two, tier three differentiation, our station rotation model now. But I'm also going to take that data back and say, all right, how can we influence our scope and sequence for the next three weeks, six weeks, eight weeks? And how do we adjust instruction going forward? Like that next step, I get a little excited about because you can see, you can see teachers go like, whoa, we can do this today. Yeah, I don't have to it's wait. Useful. Yeah, it's really. So I kind of, have, I, this might be a hard question, but I, I've, I've been wondering about it in my head. So in your design process and yeah. how you've gone, gone about creating Adventum and the different iterations, which I'm sure you've gone through thousands, did you ever include student voices in it? Oh yeah, we went yeah, through. Talk so, about that. so Edmentum as a whole, we've been yeah. around for over fifty years. Yeah. So we were one of the, we have been one of the pioneers in this industry. Whether it's um, you know our Plato courseware product line, which has been around you know for well over fifty yeah. years. A lot yeah. of people know of Plato, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of the original online courses that right. existed. We were um, with Study Island, one of our programs, one of the first you know kind of formative online practice and preparation tools that was out oh, there. Oh yeah, that was another big one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we've been, we have a long, long heritage um, with us, and what that has brought us is many, many years of working with educators and working with students and getting to get their voice and their feedback as we develop new programs that we bring to market. And one of the programs that we brought to market um, this last year was this product that he's talking about, this program, Exact Path. And that went through a multiple-year research um, uh, process where we worked with teachers and we worked with students to get their feedback through this process in terms of designing a tool that was going to be effective for them, that was going to bring all that data to the forefront, that was going to help them answer that what's next. And then also from a student perspective, help the students feel like they have control. Because I think that's one of the other things that you know I've been hearing at this conference is that student voice yeah. and having students take a part of the process with you. And that was one of the pieces that we heard as we went through our research process with, with these um, educators that we worked with is they wanted the students to feel like they had a sense of control as they were going through this and taking yeah. ownership right. for their educational um, process. And so that's one of the things that we really look for in trying to gather feedback from all sides because you have to be able to meet in our world, we don't have just one end customer, right? Our ultimate goal is to enable the educator so that what they can do is then work with the student and be empowered. That's the way we look at technology, is to help enable that teacher to be successful in doing the things that they do best. Right. But you also want to make sure that these programs are going to really be engaging for your students, right. that they're going to have the right. different yeah. type right. of modalities that they want to work on. Yeah. Um, and then also from an administrative level, from a district level, be able to get that reporting because you have to be able to see where are you seeing success in individual classrooms and individual schools so that you can leverage those best practices across your district to really grow as a district as a whole. So. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. That student agency is huge because if they're not engaged in the platform product, they're not. it's not going it's not to work, work right? They're not going to go through <laughs> yeah. and see the results you want to or have them work on those independent learning paths alone. It's, it doesn't work without a high level of student engagement or interest. Right, because some of those, some of the data you collect, if they're not engaged, it's just Accurate. another test. As Courtney said before, it's just more about compliance. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So I think one of the one of the things we one of the themes we've seen at Inacall is really that movement towards making sure learners have a voice 
in everything we're doing, mm -hmm. uh, whether it comes to you know classroom or building decisions. We talked with people today about they're involving their, their learners in hiring decisions. So it's it's the movement is going more towards learners, and the yeah. more we can make our, our platforms learner centered, I think those are the ones that are going to blow up because that's what kids will want. Yeah, yeah I absolutely. totally agree. An engaged learner is going to want to go in and going to want to tackle those things, take on new challenges, learn something new versus something that's just putting them in front of a computer. Right. Technology doesn't inherently engage kids. No. You know, it's the kids today have so much technology around them. You have to really make it something that they feel is, is impactful to them. It's so true. Thank you so much for coming by yeah. and talking with yes. us today. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Appreciate it. Of course, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks. Thank you.